is also what it looks like to move through the quantum realm. Like this is, yeah, this is accessing different dimensions. Welcome to another episode of The Orphic. My name is Alyssa. I'm an astrophysicist. I have my PhD and I'm interested in understanding the spirituality of astrophysics. So the consciousness of the universe and how, yeah, how how spirituality fits into the picture of astrophysics that is already painted in academia, which some of it's accurate, I think. I don't think all of it's accurate, but there's definitely some accuracy in there. And I just think that there's more to the story. There's more to the equation. And I'm using my intuition and, yeah, my connection to my own inner wisdom and connection to divine source frequency, basically, to try to fill in fill in the blanks and figure out how, how the universe works incorporating spirituality. So... Please follow me on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics. Thanks. Hey. Hey, I'm Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild on Instagram. So please give me a follow there if you would like. Um, part of my work is to activate the healing in yourself, to activate that inner wisdom, um, recognize that your own divinity and... Um, in, in my work, I do shadow alchemy and empathic energy medicine. And yeah, just here to activate the ripple effect of healing across the planet as we move into this new paradigm. Awesome. Okay, let's do some breathing. Let's get grounded. Mm. Yeah, let's do, a, let's do a ground in. I'm going to light my Palo Santo. Mm. Take a moment if you're able to. To just uh, close your eyes, maybe even place a hand on your heart if you feel called to. Okay, let's take a big deep breath in, breathing in that Palo Santo smoke. Filling our lungs all the way to the top, pausing here. Opening our mouth and letting it go. Another deep breath in. Breathing in that Palo Santo smoke. Breathing it into the areas in your body that feel tight or constricted. Breathing it in here. Pausing at the top. And letting it out. Letting go of anything negative, anything that feels heavy, releasing it with the breath. Take another deep breath in, filling our lungs all the way to the top. Pausing at the top. Feeling your heart beating in your chest. The blood running through your veins. And when you're ready, let go. Release anything and everything that's ready to go and that does not belong to you. Releasing it with the breath. Now imagine silver roots grounding down out of your root chakra and just spiraling into Mother Earth. 
deeper and deeper, just really grounding in your body, grounding in your energy into Mother Gaia, feeling safe and held here. Feel your hands or your feet touching her soil, touching her back. Just take a moment to feel to how it feels to be held, to feel safe, feel grounded and stable here. And when you're ready, return to this space. Hey. Hey. What's up? Um, well, I'm pretty tired and a little hungry, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I went to my second mushroom ceremony on Friday night. Girls on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a roll. So my body and spirit is currently in processing and integration mm-hmm. mode yeah so we're being we're being gentle yeah for sure and just still flowing yeah oh yeah still integrating i'll be probably integrating for the rest of my life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this is <laughs> really because you know the ripple effects that's like it's the ripple effect you know when you drop that drop into the water or whatever it is and it begins to ripple but then further and further out the ripples actually get bigger and bigger mm-hmm. so across the months and the weeks and the months and the years those ripples just get bigger and bigger affecting my life and everyone else who's connected to me yeah probably anyone who's listening to the podcast because yeah i don't think it can't not affect anyone that i'm connected to or is connected to my energy or is like in in my field right yeah definitely. um the quantum field yeah energy healing baby and with the people that are like directly in my life that also anyways yeah i'm integrated <laughs> yeah yeah i feel that i feel that um i would say i'm in better spirits than i was the last the last episode last two episodes definitely in a bit of a overwhelmed state but i feel like the i feel like the fall energy is setting in and i'm feeling a positive stream i feel like i'm going onwards and upwards and yeah i think i just i had a realization like in these last few days just how much i need to start really like focusing on something specific and applying myself to something and challenging myself a little bit more throughout the days and yeah I actually like yeah I was just telling Michaela before we started that I yeah I have some stuff still to finish for my my thesis work and I realized and I was I was pulling up reading some papers today and doing kind of like academia things today and I actually realized like how much I kind of missed it in a way. It's so it's weird because it's like it's frustrating and it's annoying, but at the same time that is a whole part of it's like I forget that that is a whole part of my brain that does have function and 
actually. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did get a PhD. Like, I know this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I don't know, it's I, this year, most of this year, I wasn't really doing, like, hardcore academia things or at least going back deep into, like, research things or reading new papers. I think there's so many new papers out right now because of um, James Webb Space Telescope, the new telescope that launched um, in, launched in 2022. But everyone, all the people that like had access to this early data, but it's exciting because there's like a lot of new data and everything, but I feel like I'm a little behind on the papers, but I feel like this little nerdy side is coming out of me. It must be, must be my gray side. It's coming out of me. That's like, Ooh, you know what? After all this time of not really immersing myself in this stuff, I'm like, you know what? I could, I could read all these James Webb papers and see like what all the new things that are being discovered. So I'm kind of I feel like I'm leaning into that personally. Like I'm going to try to make this fall about um cricket in the basement. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to yeah, I'm going to become the student again. I'm going to become the student again and just relearn and go go back into some of that stuff and I think it'll be it'll be good for me because yeah, I was saying it's like sometimes the pendulum swings a lot and I'm either doing a lot of spiritual stuff and then I want to start bringing it back more into the astrophysics and I also know that especially since my channel has opened up so much and after taking that psychic light course and I want to kind of see like what else like now that I feel like I trust myself more spiritually and stuff like that. When I lean back into the academia stuff, like what else comes to me? Like, I don't know. I might spend days doing things with um, research and all this stuff. And I I don't know. I'm in a different stage of, of my awakening now. And we're always in a different stage every day. But uh, I'm excited to see what else comes of that. And I feel like I feel like I need to lean back more into into the academia stuff. So that's where I'm at, but feeling hopeful, and I feel nice. better after after last week's um, episodes. And I think I didn't realize how much I hadn't. I think I didn't realize how much I needed to like talk all that stuff out. I really had been avoiding talking it out. Yep, because it was just yep. it was just the tornado of the. In, of my environment and I was just it was just like no time no time for feelings and it was just it was just really good to like have a chance to like really get it out and fully my feelings and everything too and and there's been a lot of positive feedback on that and a lot of people really relate and I had such a vulnerability hangover after that like oh my god how did I sound like a little bit of yeah you know I got a little vulnerability hangover but then I felt I felt great getting getting some nice messages. So, yeah, it was yeah. Good. I mean, if there's one thing that I've learned from journeying with the mushrooms so far, it's that you can't avoid your emotions, yeah, or your issues, or your problems, or whatever. And you can try to run away from them, but like you're only prolonging your suffering. And it's like back to that story about the. Uh, the cow and the buffalo and mm-hmm. how the cows run away from the buffalo and then they just prolong their time in this or the cows run away from the storm not the buffalo maybe <laughs> yeah. they run away from buffaloes too i don't know <laughs> the cows run away from the storm and they only prolong their suffering because a storm just follows them and and they just prolong their time in the storm but but they turn away from it in fear because they're so afraid of it and 
when the buffalo see the storm, they go head on to it and they spend less time in the storm and they just face it. And I had to take that with me in my mushroom ceremony again in that reminder. But um, yeah, even with your situation, right? Like we're all of us. We all deal with this. We have these emotions that come up or these feelings and we always have the choice, but we choose to avoid and avoid and avoid. And it's only a matter of time before they come back around or they get so loud that we can't avoid them anymore. So when our emotions come up, or challenges come up, it's an opportunity, an invitation to go in deeper and meet yourself. And through Mm -hmm. that, through that is where I feel you, you really begin to unlock that deeper connection with self, that deeper trust. And you move through those things that are stuck or feel like blocks in your energy. Cause like the human experiences we're here, we're here to feel the whole range of it, not just like the high frequency love and light feelings, but the anger and the despair and what, whatever, like we're, we're here, we're here to feel, mm-hmm. we're here to feel. So it, when your emotions come up, it's an invitation to, am I willing to sit with this and feel into what it's really trying to tell me? Because it, what's really happening is it's trying to show you a part of yourself that is wanting to come up and be moved through, you know, your, yeah. your body or your spirit has given you an opportunity to move through something. Um, but if we continue to, to ignore or avoid, we really push that all down. And, uh, you had a really beautiful session where you moved through a lot of stuff and we went into the subconscious too, um, so a lot of this stuff is subconscious. So it takes the willingness to feel into the, the subconscious. But that session was for me as well, because there was also stuff that I was moving through or feeling overwhelmed with. The planets were also mm-hmm. giving us some intense energy <laughs> yeah. at that time. Like I know Mercury has now gone direct. So now yeah. I think there's maybe five planets in retrograde and not right. six. And before that, Venus was retrograde and there were seven planets in retrograde. Yeah. So we've been through some intense energy. But yeah, I was going through my own process of of stuff too and I realized that I was avoiding my own fear because I was worried that I I, I had this belief that if I feel my fear or face my fear, then I'm like or going into my fear that like I'm attaching to it and I'm going to just like project that mm-hmm. into my reality. And like, I think there's a portion of that that can be true if you like identify yourself in it too much and you don't let it go. But my fear was asking to be seen and felt and for me to really go into it and feel it and go and and face it. And with my work, with my work around like shadow alchemy and, and shadow work, um, yeah, it was it was an invitation to go into my own shadow and my own fear and face it. And it's pretty interesting how when you uh, accept that invitation, how quickly you can really just like move things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it brought up like a lot of forgiveness. I feel like a lot so much always comes back to forgiveness in a lot of ways, like forgiving yourself and stuff. And I think that was another thing that was highlighted for me just deeper layers of forgiveness and just another layer of letting go of expectations and a lot of what I talked about on that episode was this expectation of what it was supposed to be and and just 
but also it was so much of just giving myself the space to like grieve that because it was okay that I had that expectation and that I'm sad that it didn't go that way and that and that because it was like so much of what I was talking about was that I was like so that I was trying I was in still actively in the process of coming to terms with the fact that it didn't go that way and just letting myself like sit in that for a little bit and yeah it was good yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's something I was gonna say there but then I was listening to you and I forgot what it was so <laughs> well if it comes back but yeah so go check out those episodes if you haven't yet and yeah yeah today we're talking okay. about more mushroom journeying right and yeah so describe how how did the second ceremony come about again it was with i basically was just an, an invited like mm-hmm. i think an email went out to um probably everyone that was on the email list for previous mushroom ceremonies or whoever was on the, that particular email list and it was also the last one that was going to be facilitated this year. Mm. Um, I think besides that, there may be monthly, but I don't actually know. But I knew it was going to be the last one that was facilitated this year uh, because Jay is going to go down to the States and tour with the Kuntanawa tribe. Um, so, and but yeah, and I, I was also, I, was, I talked about in the last episode, I was feeling the call to dive in deeper with the plants, with the plant medicine. And it came up and... Right away, I knew I was supposed to go to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think I messaged her back immediately that day and said, yep, I'm in. And it was an interesting process for me after that because I knew right away and I followed the intuitive hit and I said, yep. Um, but then all, like, kind of the resistance and the thoughts came up, like, you're kind of crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're doing it. Like, it was three weeks before. And I'm like, this is... Because they're very, they're very profound experiences yeah. and can be intense and they open up a lot. And since the last one, I had still been in intense integration mode. Like from the first one, my processing and integration after, it felt like my body was being like fucking ripped apart. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that to scare anyone. But it was just like, it felt like my cells were reconfiguring. It felt like my spirit and my body was just being like squeezed and pulled and like shredded open. And it was like, it was a lot. And I wasn't like in a bad place. I actually felt quite good. Like, I guess like maybe spiritually, like I was like excited for the future, but I was Mm. also just like, it was, it felt like so much like pressure in the body too, that like my body just felt like uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then so then these feelings come up of like why are you doing this again already like are you like a little bit crazy (laughs) to like you'll be going back to this already like I don't think like most people I don't think do these like back to back like all the time or maybe you can or like even weird feelings came up of like oh are you like chasing something that you shouldn't be chasing or just like Mm -hmm. a lot of resistance and those like thoughts came up especially leading up to to it like the couple days before I was like really questioning Mm -hmm. if I wanted to go even though I know I was going to but uh, when we even got like we had an email that was sent out to all of us that said it's quite normal for resistance to come up 
in the body and in the mind right before it's like it's your subconscious's way of trying to keep you safe and in your comfort zone and for you not to change because that's the thing and we talk about this like um with lucia at the ranch or with whatever about your body knows what what's going to happen before you do your body can anticipate the change and feel the change yeah um so it's just your body so it's pretty normal to come up but then like it's like the day of and i'm like man it'd be pretty nice to like not go to this and just like stay home and watch a movie and be all like cozy Mm -hmm. and just like chill (sighs) but alas Mm -hmm. i went (laughs) But yeah, but and then and then even when I get there, like I'm getting my bed set up and my area set up and I, I'm just like kind of questioning myself too. I'm like, why am I here? Yeah, like, why am was, I here? What was your answer? Or what also like I was gonna say, like, what would or what was your response to yourself, or what would you say to maybe an external voice or question about if you are doing it to like chase something or to like, you know? Um, my feeling was I knew that that was like my ego Mm -hmm. or like a limiting belief that was trying to like keep me smaller, place that on Mm -hmm. me. So I I did have the awareness of those thoughts, but they were like coming through because the, the bottom line is it came down to, I went to this again because I felt like I was supposed to, I felt like I was meant to, and I leaned into the call and it wasn't necessarily the easy thing to do mm-hmm. um even though it was a beautiful beautiful profound experience just like the first time but they it can be an intense experience and that's why yeah. people do these ceremonies and they are so profound because it's really so possible to have life-changing experiences and i wouldn't even say possible i would say more than often more often than not that that is the case but again this is my experience so it's yeah. like always dependent on someone's experience and i can't speak to what someone's experience is going to be um but they they are meant to like the medicine it no it, it's a healing experience in whatever type of healing that you need and the medicine is so intuitive and it's its own consciousness like the mushrooms are its own consciousness like i've i've connected with just the mushrooms before I've talked about that. They're here. They're they're a medicine. They're a plant medicine, and they're here to help. They're here to co-create with the human consciousness, and so much can be unlocked through that. There's like unlimited potential. So it's really it's really quite amazing. I've thought about this with the plants too, because I've connected with some other plants, and I'm like, what a wild journey it would be to be that spirit that chooses to be of that of that medicine and like what that that Whoa. lifetime would be like that i was thinking about cool. that earlier with like mother aya because it's like that is going to be a continuation of that spirit and that energy for quite a long time and that spirit or that soul has chosen to you know bring that consciousness to mother earth or to our realm right now anyway isn't that crazy <laughs> you know i never really thought about that that much like the incarnation of the spirit of cannabis, the incarnation of mushrooms or uh, Aya. Huh. Yeah. Because all of these plants have, have a spirit just like we do, right? Yeah, they do. Hmm. Huh. Cool. And I, <laughs> yeah, I know it's super cool. But anyways, the, but the mushrooms, like, it's very clear. They want to co-create with our consciousness to help us heal, to help us quantum heal 
in this time and to move through these times. So these healings are profound and powerful and they're accelerated. Yeah. Accelerated, I would say, is probably the word because they're accelerated in the matter of like six hours or whatever it is from when you take them and when you do your journey through. Yeah. Um, so what was I saying before that? Um, <laughs> just I had, yeah, I, I had the resistance coming up where I wasn't oh, yeah. sure. And you had asked me, um, kind yeah, of, like, about, so I, I knew that I, I knew that I was meant to be there the plants were calling me and I was, I was meant to dive back in again. Um, but it did, but I, as we started, I was like, why, why am I here? Because then I'm like almost like already comparing my last experience before it's even began to this one. Cause my last one was just so, so beautiful and profound. And we were in this beautiful, um, womb cocoon yeah. and like the, it was that Mongolian yurt and the artwork was so beautiful in there. And it was just, like, I'm like, I feel like I was complete. Like I got everything that I p- could have possibly needed yeah. from that. Like what, what could possibly be next? Like what mm. else? <laughs> and there was, <laughs> <laughs> and then you feel the anxiety too, of like, what if this, and what if this, and Oh God. Um, cause you know, mm. like the potential of like what the mushrooms can bring up for you too. And it was interesting cause this was in a different location it wasn't all women. It was a co-ed and this one was in an old church. So it was a church that had been uh, remade into a home, but it had been in an old church before. And then we were in the basement of the church. So the aesthetic and the environment was very different from being yeah. up in the forest in like the womb cocoon. Yeah, that is pretty different. <laughs> very different. Um, and with this one too, we were asked like not to go outside. We could, if we like really, really needed to with like someone, but like in the last one, uh, you know, we were able to go out on the deck and like, look at the stars and the trees Mm -hmm. and be in the forest. And now we were a little bit like more contained to somewhere like inside. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't help but finding myself to kind of start like comparing like, Oh, how could this possibly be better or top that like last experience? Yeah. And boy, did I again not know what I was <laughs> in for. <laughs> like, wow. Um, yeah. And also, and like the church was still really cool. It just had its own flavor. It was just different, right? Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. apple, apples and oranges, just different. Um, But... As I began to journey, it was very clear how the first ceremony had prepared me for this moment and for mm-hmm. my second ceremony and how everything was divinely timed and divinely orchestrated to welcome me into this moment. Mm-hmm. And this ceremony was specifically the theme was that was set was connecting to our own divinity. And boy, did I let my own divinity come through in a way that's never been expressed through me ever before. And it broke me open. It cracked me open. I expanded. My channel was opened. It 
was the most profound thing I have ever experienced. And I know I said this last time, guys. (laughs) The most profound thing I have ever experienced to feel my divinity flow through me. Ooh. Yeah, it was wild. Um, and not and and not better than my last experience. They were just different. They had different purposes. They're opening up different things. Like that last one was preparing me for this. It was it it was it was meant to be that way. I'm just fixated on the term flow through you because that is what it is right it's because well yeah you had this profound experience where you you really it wasn't just that you literally just said it you said you felt it flow through you and it's just like that's what it is it's there is always we're always flowing there's always there's literally always something flowing through us and it's if if you allow it yeah yeah yeah. Because that was that was kind of part of my thing is I realized that yeah. I actually had a lot of blocks, like mm-hmm. blocking my channel or blocking the energy flow, specifically mm-hmm. in my sacral yeah. and like in my gut. Um, so there was for me, there was a fear there that was sitting there that was blocking this flow which kind of pertained to maybe some of the areas that I felt like I was struggling or forcing because like it wasn't flowing through me in the way that I, that I would like it to. Um, so to have that completely just like opened up, just have that flow open up was yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's something again that I feel like it's just like, I remember when I first texted you after the first one, I was like, wow, crazy. No mm-hmm. words. And that's like just how I felt again. It's just like, yeah. how how do you explain experiences like this? And you really can't. Like yeah. as much as I will try to, um, the pieces that are meant to be talked about anyways, it will never be the same as experience it yourself. And every single person had their own individual experience through their own perspective and their own lens and what was ever, what was meant to come up through them for that right like the because that's the thing the medicine co-creates with your individual consciousness and it knows exactly what you need at exactly the right time and then you choose to journey with that however you want you choose to either be the cow and run away and prolong it or you choose to be the buffalo um Mm -hmm. yeah i really love that story about the cow and the buffalo because it's just so applicable to yeah this spiritual journey and this like inner healing and inner development self-development journey Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so the night started we had three beautiful space holders there again we got the opportunity to uh, do the hape again and sit with cacao again and the sananga again so all of those Mm. plant medicines to open us up in different ways Mm. um a lot of it is just like cleansing and clearing of your vessel the hape is 
uh, helps with like penile gland like opening and decalcification so opening that up before you journey like it's just it's all just like added 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 to amplify or like open up or to help you to support you in really meeting the medicine very clearly um Mm. and like a cow is like a heart opener yeah and my journey with like the hape because i've had had hape before like in my last journey and a few other times and this time she's like are you are you feeling inspired are you feeling and i was like yeah i think so and she's like hold this and see if it's the right one i'm like yeah it's the right one and i knew it was gonna be zippy and whole it was so zesty like it was so like <laughs> like i've never felt hape like that before i was like oh god and, like went back like so you go zesty. up you have the hape minister to go back to um my little bed area that i've set up for the night and i'm just like spinning like i just felt like i was in the spinning room like um i don't know one of my teachers when i was really young told us about like we were really young and he's like when you guys get drunk one day you'll all be in the spinning room and i remember that every time that i've ever drank too much in the past and i've been in the spinning room and i'm sure everyone most of us know exactly what i'm talking about like when Yeah, like, you know, like, it's the end of the night, and now you go to, like, lay in your bed, or, like, now you're kind of just, like, by yourself, and you're, like, holy fuck, like, you're you're just, like, spinning, like, you know, that that moment that you just wish didn't happen. (laughs) Yep, I, yeah, I know it. (laughs) And so I was feeling like that after the hape, like, in a different way, but I was still feeling like that, like, it was a lot, and, like, I just could just feel, like, my whole body, like, just, like, tingling, um... And then I was just like transported to the jungle, which was really cool. And I was just like moving through the jungle, like so fast. Um, And like Jaguar was like running with me. So that was like super cool to see his presence there. Um, And that he he was there to let me know that he was going to be with me on my journey that night. Oh, cool. Yeah, super cool. So that's how it started. And then we had the cacao after. And... I felt pretty, I kind of got like, like my stomach was unsettled again. Like last time I was quite nauseous and a beautiful energy worker, Pam was there and she so graciously just like pulled the nausea out of me and I talked about that in the last one, just like pulled it out of me. It was insane. And so now (laughs) I'm like nauseous again and I'm like, where's Pam? Like, I need this. I need this to be pulled out of me now. But alas, there was no Pam. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought that you meant that there was someone there that was that pulled it out of you again. I no, that. Oh, there Pam wasn't. Pulled Pam, it, Pam pulled it out of you last time. Okay. She yeah, she pulled it out of me last time. She was not there this yeah, time. That was cool, but I felt a little unsettled. I wasn't as I wasn't as nauseous as the first time. The first time I was like quite nauseous. This time I was a little bit more unsettled, but still like uh. So I'm like kind of wallowing, being like, I wish Pam was here to pull it out of me. Yeah. But then I was just like, pull it out of yourself. <laughs> Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I was like, just pull it out of yourself. Like, come on. Yeah, do it. So I was like, so so I did. So I like, yeah. I I just felt into the energy. I and I just you know kind of in that moment just felt into what needed to happen, and I pulled it out of me. <laughs> Honestly, I just yeah. pulled it out of me and let it go, and I felt better. Sweet sweet but just like cool because even like that is just like such a little lesson of like you can do yeah. it like you're yeah. capable like you can do as, it as I long mean, it's as always you okay have to have 
as long as you have the belief, as long as the belief is actually there and you legitimately believe that you can pull this nausea out of you and then it can be gone, then yeah, you can, you can do it. Yeah. And I tried cool. to have some peppermint tea and lemon water before and it didn't really do the trick. And then I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to pull this shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I can move energy with my hands. Why don't right, I just pull right, it out? right. Magic. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's good <laughs> yeah and yeah and then the uh the well we just to sananga and then we went back to our bed when you get muscle tested again for your dose so you don't know your dose but your body chooses and you're muscle tested for it and then i'm laying in bed and it you can start to feel it like your body just gets a little like I don't know you can you can just feel it coming on like it's a little like zippy I guess or and mm-hmm. I can feel the anxiety a bit and I'm like oh here it comes because it's just like can you describe again the muscle te- the muscle testing like is that purely is that purely psychic is it purely intuitive or is there a, any part of a physical like contact where they where the person that's doing it like does yeah, yeah, you must test yourself. Touch. So you, I don't know you what use your body to do it. <laughs> so what does that look like, though? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Paint um, the picture. I'm so surprised because, like, your sister does body talk. Yeah, I mean, and it's she, like, you literally uh, have to muscle test people to body talk. Like, that's how you do a session. I don't really know what it looks like. Um, well, it can look different because there's different ways to do the muscle testing. Like, there's not only one way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we le- learned this some of this in linking awareness too so there's different there's different ways you can do it but basically your body you you use whatever part piece of the body you're using for the muscle test a lot of the time like your hands or your arm um okay. have you heard of like the sway test before i've heard of the i've heard of the sway test it's like you have to stand in a certain ge- like aligned with northeast or s- south or something like that and then it, it's like then you ask a yes or no question and then the the direction that your body sways is either yes or no, right? So that's what it is. That's that's muscle testing, but you can do it on your arm or you can do it on yeah, your arm or people use your fingers or whatever part of your body. So you basically ask your body, like, I don't know, if you go like this maybe, yeah. you like push down your body and you're like, show me a yes, show me a no. And it'll be like a uh. different your body will have uh, different resistances to both of them. Um. And then so you feel that. Um, but the facilitators were doing this like for us, but they would use our arm. And then, so in, in the last one, Pam just like did her whole like muscle testing thing. Like I didn't even realize she muscle tested me because she was pulling the nausea out of me. And she's like, okay, you're done. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Um, but this Mm -hmm. one, we held like a jar of the different doses and then we got muscle tested. Yes or no. Yes or no. And we just like went through them. Uh, Okay. I get it now. (laughs) Yeah. So then your body, yeah, just either says yes or no to each of the doses so in this case it was like your your arm was being like pushed like pushed up and down in a way or just like okay got it got it yeah okay uh so yeah muscle tested for the dose um and did a nice sananga journey then drank the tea again oh yeah i was already to the part where like it started to I started to feel it, started to come on, and, like, definitely, like, right away, the anxiety kind of kicks in, and the anxiousness, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? 
mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of again. Yeah. Like, why yeah. are you here? Like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was this? Yeah. And even just yours. feeling into like knowing that I would like to go sit with grandmother medicine with like the ayahuasca at some point. And like, I just had these thoughts like, well, how are you going to do that? You can't even handle a mushroom ceremony, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause I was just in a mushroom ceremony, but just all these yeah. like limiting beliefs kind of just like flowing through me and then i'm like kind of in my cocoon uh with got my blankets all around me it's like pretty dark and then i finally kind of like peek out and i'm like oh the room looks very different everything looks fuzzy and like (laughs) there's like bright thing like you know like glowing things all around and i was like okay Mm -hmm. we are going there so a lot of it in the like so the first one like like I said, prepared me for this moment. Like the first one, I feel like I moved through so many, so much necessarily necessary healing things yeah. that needed to come right. up. There in was me. a lot of healing, healing. In like I mean, one. it's all yeah. really healing, but just in different ways. But these were yeah. things that were like attachments that I had to yes. um, like life events or things that had happened to me or people. Yeah. And it was a really huge clearing of that of just like bam 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 going through the people or going through the events and just like bringing love to that and just like a new perspective and moving the energy and moving through that mm-hmm. um and so this one in the beginning there was a lot of mental chatter like I was very mm-hmm. aware of my mind and it's like, I was almost fighting like the medicine in my mind and myself were like kind of all fighting each other because I would get taken because, because as the medicine hits you, you just kind of like catapulted into different scenarios or different visions or whatever. So sometimes it will take you back to certain places in your life or certain thoughts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I found myself really trying to categorize everything. Like the thoughts in my head were just like, like just like going and going and and like telling myself, well, I should be doing this or I shouldn't be doing this, or this is how I should be processing this, or this is how my experience should look. Or like really trying to make sense of each thing that would come up. Like, Oh, this is coming up because of this. And this is coming up because of this. And it's just like, it just became so much. There was just like so much, mental chatter or like I would tell myself like something would come up and I'd be like okay well you just need to feel love now or you need to feel this way or it's like I was telling myself how to be or what to do or like this is what I should do so that was really Mm -hmm. interesting too because I noticed that if something came up and I was like you should feel love in this situation there was a resistance like my body or my spirit didn't actually go fully into love in that situation because it's like it was coming from a place of I'm telling myself that I need to do that instead of like, it's like coming from a thinking place rather yeah. than just like an actual feeling place. You're right. Yeah. And if it's all going like so fast, then yeah, I can see that. It does go pretty fast. And I found myself getting stuck on things. Um, yeah. I found myself like getting stuck on things and being like, well, if my mind takes me there, my mind shouldn't move away from it. I should sit here and I should do this shadow work and I should really like sit here and like work it out. Or like I should sit here and meditate and I should sit here and go deep into it. Um, when I realized like, I really, I I really didn't have to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's what came up after, like part of the healing 
was that the medicine will take you into these places to feel the emotions or to like bring it up again. But it can be as easy as just taking you to that place and letting go of the attachment and moving through. And like, it it gets to be easy. Like it doesn't have to be that, that difficult, or I should be doing this, or I should be processing this way. Like I was telling myself a lot of I should be processing it this way, or this is how I should be moving through my journey, which is really interesting. And I had the same, and then it was just like, came through again, so clearly, just like, be, just be, just be, you know? Yeah. I don't have to categorize things and make sense of them. And like, this was also, this is, my body was just trying to keep me safe. Like, this is how my body has kept me safe for years and years and years and years is overthinking things and overanalyzing things and trying to make sense of things to like somehow um, meet my like practical, my practical mind. So there was like, there was definitely a battle of that going on in my brain in the beginning and having to work through that. And I still have. And then it was like, the solution is like, no, it gets to be easy. Yeah. It does get to be easy because, like, I know I had this this moment, too, of because I still did uh, some of the, like, healing work and had some moments with some, like, different spirits and stuff like that. Um, I had this moment of being transported back to what it feels like to be in a room alone crying and feeling like I had absolutely no one. And I was, was like, transported right back to that moment of just, like, like heaving crying just in deep despair feeling like i don't want to be here anymore i don't want to exist like those moments those emotions that you really try to like push down and avoid and i was taken to that room and i had all these thoughts of this is how i should move through this this is how i should whatever and i just like felt into it and i'm like i just like asked her my I guess inner probably teenager, maybe even young adult at this time. Um, well, and this was over a period of time, but anyways, like, what do you actually like? What do you actually need or want versus me trying to give you what I think should happen right now? Because mm-hmm. there's a piece of me myself now that just wanted to go there, there. You're fine. You're loved. See ya. Right. Like yeah. I didn't I, like I didn't I don't know if I this really is super, this is getting uh, this is getting super meta for spirituality and for the. Yeah, the ways that we that we it's like. It's like current you now knowing better, trying to impose the better on a previous version of you that. There's a reason that you didn't have those coping methods then or, you know, a, it's interesting. That's well, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Then this is also what it looks like to move through the quantum realm. Like this is, yeah, this is accessing different dimensions. Like you, yeah. and, and this is also possible. You can go back to that time and recreate mm-hmm. the story or the timeline or give yourself whatever they needed in that timeline. And so I, I just asked her what she really needed. Cause I had some resistance to giving myself what she really needed which was also mm. really interesting. And I feel like the thought came through of, well, you should sit with your inner child and you should this and you should this. Um, Wait, what did she, did she, what did she say that she really needed? She just wanted to be held and sat with. She just wanted to not be alone. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then 
I brought down my walls because like I, I had a guard up too, almost to my own self, you know, like that was mm. that that was really yeah. interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So I realized that piece of myself where I was having difficulty extending love even to myself. So like, what is that? There's a deeper mm. part of me that wants to be met and fully loved. Yeah. And that was also something that was so interesting because um, leading up to me going, Bryce and I had kind of been in some like more intense conversations, arguments, I guess. And, um, and we had some, before I left, we had some good conversations where we had like, you know, we'd like made up or given each other a hug and we're like, uh, Mm -hmm. had moved through it. But I remember I myself made a comment about you to him like you have to choose to uh meet yourself at fully accepting yourself and fully loving yourself or i just had this like sentence or this statement around what does it look like to fully accept yourself and and everything who you are to fully love yourself and it's so interesting because it's just like such an example of how you are always being reflected back to you. Like your relationships, your reality is always just just a mirror, right? Because now in this moment mm-hmm. where I'm back in my bedroom and I'm realizing that there's a piece of me that has resistance to fully loving myself in every in every state and fully accepting myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then it was like something for my current self to go through of like, why are you resisting to this? And like maybe feeling like I shouldn't have been crying or I didn't deserve to be in that much despair and like moving through that. And then I was able to get to a place of like actually being there for myself at that age and um, telling her what she needed to hear. Like, it's going to be okay. You got this. And um, we're going to rewrite your timeline from now on. Like your timeline's different and we're doing, we're doing that now. And also I'm always here for you. You can always call me back and I will always come. Like if you feel like no one else is there for you, I will always be here for you. And when I feel into this more, what's really, really cool about this moment is I remember that moment when I was in my bedroom however many years ago and felt in absolute despair. Like I don't want to exist anymore and thinking like, fuck this world. Like I don't want to do this. Like really contemplating what it's like to not be here anymore or to just not exist. And there was a voice that came through and said, keep going keep going. It's going to get better. It's not always going to be like this. Keep going. Holy shit. What? Wow. Yeah. And then to be in real time transported. People say time travel is not real. (laughs) But to be in real time in the present moment of now when I was on the flip side of that, when I was that voice that came through, when I was my future self that chose to come in 
in and um intervene into that moment in time yeah like wow that's some real quantum healing right there and that's also the intersection of timelines yeah and dimensions and it's like that's also the power we have it's not that i can just do that we all have the power to do that yeah and to do this quantum healing and it does it does get to be easy it gets it it can be easy it doesn't have to be like if you no matter you have to you have to be the buffalo and you have to face your shadows and you have to face the emotions that come up and want to be worked through because they're opportunities to unlock these deeper pieces of yourself to activate your dna our healing work our shadows are literally in a lot of ways they're the antidote they're the, they're the antidote through they are. to whatever we to whatever we want to whatever we desire to breaking the patterns because yeah. if we just if we if we avoid them or we don't look at them that's where everything stays the same the patterns the cycles they stay the same over and over it's like nothing can change if everything remains the same so the day you decide to face that if it's even just the one emotion or the one thing that comes up and take on that opportunity to move through it you've already unlocked something and moved something and you've shifted something in your timeline yeah that's crazy yeah so cool it was super cool why did you feel like you had did you get any deeper about like or was there anything more significant about why you had the resistance to comforting yourself or kind of just maybe just general difficulty meeting ourselves i mean because i can understand you know just in terms of like vulnerability i think vulnerability with self and also um a resistance i think to maybe real intimacy yeah Mm -hmm. including self real intimacy with self yeah that makes sense Yeah. And then it was all and then after that I did have a moment of well should I stay here? Should I do more? And it was just like, no, like if the mushrooms take you somewhere else, if you move into a new scene, into a new thing, like you're good. Like you've moved it. So I also realized I don't need to attach myself to every emotion and everything that comes up. I just get to be an observer of my experience and that is enough to heal something. And this is what Lucia talks about too in her observer days or just observing. And we've had some pretty good conversations around observing before too. Like just observing your own healing or observing your own own process is enough to activate the the healing that needs to happen. But it's just like an observation Mm -hmm. and an awareness and a realization of pinpointing that thing and then it's able to move mm-hmm yeah 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 i'm just thinking about like observing and like the eyes and like how i'm <laughs> thinking about like the quantum physics of observation <laughs> now yeah well it, it um, is very interesting because like and these are also some conversations i have with some of the space holders too because a lot of their work or their job there in the space like their space holding absolutely as well as um, being called to the energy work or whatever comes up, but like also 
like they're they're observing they're observing the transformation that yeah. and the process that's happening in each and every one of us mm-hmm. yeah they are yeah they are a lot to observe <laughs> mm-hmm Yeah, so moving through um, my, yeah, moving through more into my experience. I also thought it was interesting because mm-hmm. I was like, I realized that I was more in control of my body this time, mm-hmm. which was interesting because I found out at the end that I had the exact same dose as last time, which was a relatively pretty high dose. Mm-hmm. Um. And last time I talked about it on the podcast too, I felt pretty like incapacitated in a lot of areas. Yeah. Like going to the washroom was like a fucking journey and it took like everything yeah. in me to get myself up or sometimes feeling like yeah. you're crawling to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself yeah. or like just feeling incapacitated yeah. to even take care of yourself. So that was such an interesting journey. Um, and the medicine affected me a little differently in this, this way where I had a lot more control over my body and I was able to stand up and go to the bathroom very easily with like no issues, even though it was the same dose. So that's like really interesting. It felt like the last time I worked through a lot more limitations of my body. Yeah, I was going to say that because it was, yes, yeah, it was very directly related to that. And, but more so, I think the whole thing with the body came up so much last time because it was a lot, a lot of it had to do with asking for help. And it was like, yep. so because you're working through ne- needing to be comfortable with asking for help, yeah. you had to have your body, to, uh, you know, in a difficult situation or feeling like it can't do anything on its own so that you could ask for help. Yeah, and I, totally. And that totally was a process. Or just like even in those moments, like telling myself, like, I can't do this. Like, I can't go to the bathroom and I can't go get water and I can't do this, which is just a limiting belief. But then it's just like, then I would just sit there and sit there. But then I'm like, okay, but I'm actually going to pee my pants. Like, I I have to figure this out. And then yeah. having to ask for help or accepting help or whatever it is, or even just... um accepting that I'm going to be seen as I am right now in feeling like incapacitated and maybe like, I wouldn't say maybe it was as bad as being incapacitated, but it was definitely like, it was a struggle in some areas to like meet basic needs as you're going through your process. Yeah. Um, and so this time I found that I just popped up really easy and just like went to the bathroom and it was like, Mm -hmm. not, not an issue, which was like really interesting. So I'd like worked through that because even last time I think like I was so worried about, cause I was, I was worried about how I was going to, I knew the state I was in and I had a fear come up about even getting up and going to the bathroom and like, Oh, she's up, she's moving. What's this going to look like? Is she going to fall over? Is she going to this? Is she going to like, that was like a fear mm-hmm. in my head that like kept me just sitting on my mat too. Like, please don't look at me. Anybody like, yeah. But then, but then my human body's yeah. like, you're going to piss your pants. So, so, so what's more embarrassing, like tr- crawling to the bathroom or <laughs> peeing your yourself? <laughs> yeah. 
So I was really faced with that, but I had moved through that last time. So it's like not an issue this time. Um, Mm -hmm. and the water thing, because I had such a process and journey with water on the last one too, and not being able to, well, I mean, first of all, feeling like I was absolutely going to die without water. Yeah. Yep. And then not being able to find water and then finally having water and just being so appreciative to it. But I was like drinking so much of it. And like this time I... No, like I was not drinking nearly the same amount of water. It was so interesting. And last time I was like grasping onto my water bottle like it was my fucking lifeline. And this time mm-hmm. I'd like, if I needed a sip, I'd really take a sip. And it just like was not a thing. So it was very interesting kind of working through those different, what felt like last time limitations of my body. Mm-hmm. And now it felt like the beginning pieces that I needed to move through were a lot more of limitations of the mind, which I worked through some of that stuff last time, but it was a lot, I would say louder this time. And I already kind of talked about that, like mental chatter and moving that around. And like, there's just a lot of resistance to the process by overthinking, overanalyzing and my brain trying to like keep me safe by trying to make sense of everything that came up instead of just being and allowing it to happen and move through me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here as always. Next week we continue Michaela's story about the rest of the mushroom ceremony and we get into some really deep stuff about choosing your destiny and really cool conversations there. So definitely stay tuned for the kind of the rest of this story. Please give me a follow on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics. Michaela at Mariposa Moonchild and also don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Bye! Thank you.